Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Welcome. It is a verdict with Ted Cruz weekend review. Ben Ferguson with you. And these are the big stories that you may have missed that we talked about this week. We're going to deal with this. Number one, witnesses in the Hunter Biden case. Who are they going to be and who's going to be called to testify before Congress if there is an impeachment hearing moving forward? And how important could these witnesses be and how damning could they be to the president of the United States of America, Joe Biden? We're going to talk about that. Number two, the White House has also moved the goalposts for a third time when it comes to the president and what he is admitting to now with business dealings with Hunter Biden. You may recall that the president said over and over again he never spoke about business with his son. He never spoke about business with any of the Biden family members. That's a lie. They then said, well, he was never in business with his son. Now they've changed it again. I'll tell you what that third excuse is in just a moment. And finally, Mayor Mike Adams in New York City and other liberal mayors are having serious regrets about being a welcoming, loving, kind city for illegal immigrants, being a sanctuary city. Now they're demanding change, but they're refusing to tell the president to shut down the border. It is the Weekend Review with Ted Cruz, and it starts right now. Senator, I want to ask you also in impeachment real quick about witnesses. Are there people that can now be called that may have to answer for their involvement, whether it's those of the DOJ, whether it's Hunter Biden, whether it's other Biden family members? Walk us through how an impeachment works when it comes to witnesses. Well, Merrick Garland is expected to testify before the House Judiciary Committee in the coming days, and he will certainly face significant questions about the allegations that he personally lied under oath and, and committed a felony. Now, I assume he'll dodge all of them and defiantly and arrogantly re- re- refuse to engage in the substance. 
Uh, I also assume he will get questions about the allegations of obstruction of justice, and I expect Merrick Garland to not be remotely forthcoming. I, I think at some point you will see David Weiss called before Congress to testify. David Weiss has been directly implicated in the obstruction of justice, which is, I believe, why Merrick Garland named him the, quote, special counsel, because Garland and the Biden DOJ knew they could count on Weiss to protect the big guy, and that's their most important objective. Um, we've talked about how Schwerin, who was the, the kind of money guy and, and fixer for Biden, is a very likely witness and could be a very damning witness, and I would anticipate uh, seeing him come. Uh, and, and then we may well, I assume Hunter Biden, if he's called to testify, uh, will stonewall at this point the, the, the legal. What does that look like? When you say stonewall, like, what, is, that a, is it a tactic, or are you saying he just won't answer questions? Uh, my assumption is he'll plead the fifth. Okay, so he just come in and say, I plead the fifth, and that's the end of it. I, I assume that's the case, given the multiple felonies uh, and, and, and the fact that, that even Dad's White House seems to be running away from him. Um, I, 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 I would be shocked if Hunter Biden said anything else other than on the advice of counsel, I plead the fifth. I will say one other thing, which is this Biden impeachment is demonstrating the utter and complete hypocrisy of congressional Democrats. Let me read what what Chuck Schumer said this week right after the House announced its impeachment. Schumer said, quote, I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. The American people want us to do something that will make their lives better, not go off on these chases, witch hunts. So Schumer is literally using Trump's language about witch hunts and and just repeating word for word what the defense was. Now, look, I think the Biden impeachments of Trump were witch hunts. Ironically, this is not. This is serious evidence that Congress would be derelict if it didn't investigate. Here, by the way, is a quote from, from Democrat Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut. Quote, this is what banana dictatorships do, is arrest political opponents without any evidence. <laughs> now, that's screamingly funny. Yeah. Given that the Democrats have arrested their political opponent like a banana republic. Yeah. But part of the reasons Democrats can be such total hypocrites is they know the corporate media will never call them out on it, that the corporate media will nod and say, yes, yes, banana republic, terrible, 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 terrible. No direct evidence. No direct evidence. And if you take nothing else from this podcast today, remember, every time they say the words, no direct evidence, they're lying. One other thing about this, and this is where people say, okay, we have this thing. It happens. Let's say it is a big deal. Let's say there are some, some, some you know, minds that the Democrats step on, the White House steps on. We still don't have the votes in the Senate to do anything about it, right? That's what they're going to, that's what people that are cynical and frustrated are going to say about this. So how should we be looking at this impeachment? Is this, should, 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 should people that are listening look at it from a standpoint of, hey, we're getting the truth out there in a very big way about Joe Biden before he's running for reelection, and that can be extremely powerful. And, and, and in other words, judgment day may be election day. Or should we look at it and be frustrated and cynical because like, well, even if we nail this thing in the House, it ain't going to pass the Senate, so he's not going to be impeached and lose his job over this. What mindset, what hat should listeners put on? So a little bit of both. Um, Listen, the cynicism is not misplaced. 
Senate Democrats and House Democrats do not care what evidence there is of Joe Biden being corrupt, of his soliciting and receiving bribes from foreign oligarchs. They don't care. Partisan politics trumps everything. To use my hypothetical, if the dead guy had scrawled in blood, Ferguson did it with (laughs) Joe Biden. Yeah. And Joe Biden walked out covered in his blood. Democrats would be like, nothing to see here. Remind people what the makeup of the Senate right now. The makeup of the Senate is 51 Democrats, 49 Republicans. All right. We've heard about some of you maybe becoming independent. We've heard, you know, wishy-washy things about Joe Manchin, for example. Is there any scenario where the evidence could be so damning on the House side that you could you could flip two different people's people in the Senate? It wouldn't matter if you flip two because you need two thirds. You need 67. There you go. And, and right now we have zero. Right now, we have zero Democrats who, to the best of my knowledge, I'm not aware of a single Democrat who's even asked a skeptical question, who has even said, well, you know, if Biden did, in fact, solicit and receive bribes from foreign nationals, that would be a problem. No Democrat has even said that. And you contrast this to Richard Nixon. Listen, the reason Richard Nixon resigned in disgrace is Republicans turned on him. They turned on him when the evidence got overwhelming. And they had the two-thirds. And I don't believe... Democrats would ever, ever, ever turn on Biden because partisanship matters more than anything. But be that as it may, that does not mean that impeachment is a waste of time because it is the only way to put these facts before the American people. In in a sane and normal world, the Department of Justice would investigate and prosecute him. We'd get a special counsel uh, who was independent, who was consistent with the DOJ rules, was not an employee of DOJ, and actually would investigate and convene a grand jury and, and potentially prosecute these crimes. The Biden DOJ won't do that because it's the most partisan and political DOJ we've ever seen. But putting these facts before the American people is valuable nonetheless. But to be clear, a critical part of that is what we're doing right now on Verdict, which, which is the million people who listen to Verdict, all of y'all now have the information when you go and you're talking to your brother-in-law, you're talking to your coworker, you're talking to your classmate, and they say, well, you know, there's no direct evidence because that's the talking point they've heard. You now know how to refute that, and that is powerful. That has a multiplier effect, and, and, and it's how I believe ultimately you, you, you force accountability. I said on my podcast today, I always worry because I've, you've noticed this in the polls. Biden poll numbers right now are not good. And the media seems to be telling more the truth about how bad the poll numbers are. And, and the majority of Americans now say they do believe that Joe Biden was corrupt in some manner with his son in the business dealings. That's, that's, that's significant. CNN yeah. even came out. Uh, PBS on Sunday, they even had one of their commentators who said, I underestimated Joe Biden's involvement. With Hunter Biden and the Biden family businesses. Is there a concern that if the Republicans play this too strong and don't take their time to lay out the evidence that this could backfire in the same way? And, and again, I'm asking from a political standpoint that every time the Democrats in, in, in indict Donald Trump, what happens? Republicans stand behind Donald Trump even more. They, they send him money. They support him. His poll numbers go up. Is there a concern that if Republicans don't nail this the right way, that this actually galvanizes people that maybe are wishy-washy on Biden, and then it actually helps him stand up better than he is right now? Yeah, look, that that, that is conceivable, and and there's no doubt that the multiple indictments against Trump have added 
a lot of points, at least 10 points to his numbers in the primary, because Republicans have understandably gotten pissed off that it's obviously a political persecution. So that counsels that the, Republican, the Republicans in the House need to proceed carefully. They need to be facts-based. They need to be evidence-based. They need to not have it appear political. Now, in today's world, there will be people who naturally assume it's political, but, but that, that is certainly a vulnerability to be aware of. Another vulnerability is at some point, the Democrats and or the media might decide that, that Joe Biden is too wounded and jettison him and try to parachute someone else in. I think that remains a very real risk. We're going to talk about that a lot more on the podcast, but not on this one. Now, if you want to hear the rest of this conversation, you can go back and listen to the full podcast from earlier this week. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart to heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250. And say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Now on to story number two. Senator, I also want to ask you about this. The, The White House had a very interesting response and this is the third change now in the goalposts for joe biden's involvement with hunter biden's businesses the first was they never spoke about business ever then they changed it to he was never in business with his son that was the goalpost moving yet again now the white house's ian sams came out and moved the goalposts again when he said this the other allegations is the president was uh, present at some of the meetings between Hunter Biden and his business associates. Uh, why was the president at those meetings on those uh, phone calls? Well, again, I think this is part of the right wing's misinformation machine to try to confuse people uh, about what the truth is. The truth is that the president, as he has said publicly for years, uh, calls his family every day to check in. He calls his son every day to check in. He calls his other family members to check in to see how they're doing. He loves them. They're a tight-knit family. And what the GOP's own witness testified in this case 
is that that's exactly what the president was doing. He was checking in with Hunter during a particularly hard time, I might add, a time where the family was going through uh, Hunter's brother Bo's illness. Uh, and of course, the president checks in with his son and talks to him. But again, that witness testified no business dealings of Hunter Biden's or anyone's was discussed in these conversations. And so, again, they're trying to make this sort of strange connection when their own investigation has disproven these claims. Uh, before I let you go, Ian, has the president respond in terms of how the president has reacted to this, uh, especially as somebody who's been in politics and been in Washington for as long as he has been, the idea that he is now uh, subject to an impeachment inquiry as president of the United States. What's his response to that? You know, the president has been in politics for a long time. And I think, as he would say, he's seen a lot of malarkey along the way. But this might take the cake. You know, he's focused on the issues that actually matter to the American people. You just saw him spending uh, the last week traveling around the world, shoring up our alliances, advancing national interests in Asia, our economic interests in Asia. Uh, showing American leadership on the world stage. He's coming back here. He's announcing today a quarter billion dollar investment in cancer research to try to finally cure cancer. That's what his administration and this president is focused on every day. They're focused on the actual needs of the American people. And I think what he would say is maybe the House Republicans should join him. Uh, I, I, there's the part in there where he says that Joe Biden attended Hunter's business meetings because he loves him. That's the new goalpost that they just moved significantly from. They never talked about business to then, well, they never worked together. Now it's, well, he just went to the business meetings because he loves him. Really? That's the new excuse? Well, look, I mean, what good and loving and devoted father hasn't called in 20 times to his son's meeting with corrupt oligarchs who are paying millions of dollars in exchange for favors from that father while he's sitting and serving as the vice president of the United States. I mean, that's really just what any good dad would do. I, I, I mean, it, it, it really is, it's cynical, because they point out that, that, that Joe's other son tragically died of cancer, so they want to wrap it in, in, in the sympathy of, 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 of a human tragedy, to say, well, of course, you know, li listen, why was Hunter getting paid the millions of dollars? I, I didn't hear him say a word about that. There's no value Hunter provides. What was the value Hunter brought? Uh, you, you know, Ben, you're a talented guy. You're a charming guy. Are, are there any foreign oligarchs calling you up saying, Ben, I want to wire millions of dollars to you? Zero. That's not normal. Uh, you know. They don't do that to anybody. They only do it if you are providing value. And what all of these talking heads, what all of these Democrat hacks are saying, what all of the corporate media puppets are, are, are refusing to answer is, is what did Hunter get in exchange for the tens of millions of dollars? And according to the House, it could be north of 20, 30 million dollars. We're talking massive amounts of money. And by the way, not money from, you know, normal American companies, not money from our friends and allies. It wasn't money from France. It wasn't money from Italy. It wasn't money from the United Kingdom. It wasn't money from Japan. It was money from China, Russia, Ukraine. They singled out nations with very significant antagonism, and hostility to America and some of the most corrupt 
nations on earth. And, and there is no innocent explanation, by the way. You don't hear any of these Democrats explaining why did Joe Biden have multiple burner phones? Why did he have fake emails? Why did he use fake emails to send emails to his son, Hunter, about Ukraine on government email while Hunter was getting paid millions of dollars? All of that, the Democrats want you to ignore and say, well, gosh, Joe's just a loving dad and that's what loving dads do they help their 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 sons make 30 million dollars from corrupt oligarchs who are enemies of america i want to get back to this montage center that was one that went viral and i hope you will give this to your friends share it on social media because it's another example of how many lies have been told by the bidens and how much the media has been willing to cover for them and this is what this impeachment inquiry is going to be all about never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses. President Biden met with at least 14 of Hunter's business associates while he was vice president. Then Vice President Joe Biden had dinner with his son Hunter along with Hunter's business associates from Ukraine, Russia and Kazakhstan. And the day after the dinner, a Burisma executive sent a note to Hunter quoting, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. Hunter's lucrative business dealings often included giving as much as 50 percent of his earnings to his dad. The text read, quote, I hope you all can do what I did and pay for everything for this entire family for 30 years. It's really hard, but don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't make you give me half your salary. His son, Hunter, joining the then vice president on the official visit to Beijing. Unknown to the press back then, Hunter Biden was forming a Chinese private equity fund planning to raise money, including from Chinese investors. Ten days after the Biden's trip, Shanghai authorities issued the fund's business license. And uh, Hunter introduced me as, uh, this is Tony, Dad, uh, the individual I told you about that's helping us with the business that we're working on and the Chinese. The email reads this way, quote, at the moment there's a provisional agreement that the equity will be distributed as follows. Ten held by Hunter for the big guy. I a thousand percent sit here and know that the big guy is referencing Joe Biden. I met with the former vice president in person multiple times. A newly revealed text message shows Bobolinsky was apparently warned by business partner James Gillier, don't mention Joe being involved. It's only when you are face to face. I know you know that, but they are paranoid. Chinese executives admitted to reporters that they were actually introduced to the vice president by Hunter Biden. Hunter and the then vice president seen with a pair of Mexican billionaires. At the same time, Hunter had been working on energy deals in Mexico. Joe Biden also had Hunter and his business partner fly on Air Force Two to Mexico. His closest business partner, Hunter, has made at least 19 visits to the White House and other official locations, including a sit down with then vice president Joe Biden in the West Wing. There's photographic evidence of Biden on a golf outing with both his son Hunter and a man called Devin Archer, who was another member of the Burisma board. We also know that Devin Archer in that picture had a meeting in the White House, one-on-one meeting with Joe Biden about a week before they joined the Burisma board. You you hear that, Senator, and it this explains exactly why this impeachment inquiry is going to be so important. Well, it does. It also explains why the Democrat talking point and, and the, the corporate media talking point that there is no evidence of Joe Biden's corruption it is flatly false. And, and, and I got to say, James Carville saying he's really looking forward to hearings on this. Well, you know what, James? So am I.
As before, if you want to hear the rest of this conversation on this topic, you can go back and download the podcast from earlier this week to hear the entire thing. I'd like to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able right now, place your hand over your heart. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. And that's why we've partnered with Preborn, because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's networks of clinics rescue 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter. That doubles a baby's chances at life. And by six weeks, the eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a baby is able to suck his or her own thumb. And for just $28, you could be the difference between life or death of a child. All gifts are tax deductible, and I want you to donate. All you have to do is just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. You can also donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict or pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. I want to get back to the big story number three of the week you may have missed. There was a moment this last week, which I didn't actually laugh. At first, my response was to laugh at Mayor Adams in New York City, basically declaring a state of emergency, saying we can't handle this, we're totally overrun, and I, I wanted to laugh, but I'm also like, yeah, welcome to the world of what we deal with every hour, not every day, not every week, like you guys are freaking out over. The number of illegals coming across the border in Texas, as you described it, we're talking about hundreds of thousands per month. This is every hour for us. And yet he had this like dire warning to New York City. Take a look. We turned this city around in 20 months. And then what happened? Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the children, wash their laundry sheets, give them everything they need, health care. And this team here, we stated, let's do everything possible before we have to push it out into neighborhoods and communities. 
Month after month, I stood up and I said, this is going to come to a neighborhood near you. Well, we're here. We're here. We're getting no support on this national crisis. And we're receiving no support. And let me tell you something, New Yorkers. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. I don't see an ending to this. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. If you use his logic, then this issue will destroy the United States of America. It would certainly destroy Texas if we continue on this road that we're on right now. And he's begging for help. And I'm like, come down to Texas. You think it's bad in New York City with 110,000? I'd say at this point, double it. Let's send twice as many busloads up to New York because then maybe he'll talk to these other liberals and they'll realize, hey, we got to secure the southern border. Well, he complains. He says we're getting no help and no support with a national crisis. Well, no kidding, Eric. What do you think we're getting? Yeah. Zero support. And, and, and I love that he starts with a madman down in Texas. <laughs> All right, newsflash. The border crisis was not caused by Governor Greg Abbott. You know who the border crisis was caused by? Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. You know, if Eric Adams doesn't like this border crisis, he ought to pick up the phone and call someone who lives in Manhattan. His name is Charles Schumer. And Chuck Schumer has defended Joe Biden's open borders every single day for the last two and a half years. He's blocked every effort to secure the border. He's blocked every effort to build the wall. He's blocked every effort to deport illegal immigrants. He's blocked every effort to reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy. He's blocked every effort to pass Kate's Law, which I introduced, to lock up and have mandatory minimum sentences for violent criminals who repeatedly reenter this country. Eric Adams' party created this problem, and they didn't just create it in the past. They are creating it today, and they intend to create it tomorrow. And they intend to create it going on and on and on and on. He says 110,000 people are destroying New York City. New York City has 8 million people in it. 110,000 is enough to destroy it. Guess what, Eric? How do you think McAllen, Texas feels? How do you think Del Rio feels? How do you think Brownsville feels? How do you think Laredo feels? How do you think El Paso feels? All of those are infinitely smaller cities than New York City, and they're getting swamped by much larger flows of immigrants. And by the way, the clowns in Eric Adams' parties, here's their response. Uh-oh, New York mayor's mad at us. We don't want 110,000 to come to, to New York. Let's put them all in Texas. Let's put them all around Texas, right? Keep them all in Texas. Keep them there. Well, and he also, if he wants to be mad at somebody, he should be mad at himself from 2021 because this is what he said in 2021 about illegal immigrants coming to New York City. Take a look. When you think about it, uh, the days I spent uh, with our essential employees, a substantial number of them were uh, undocumented. Uh, They were delivering our Uber Eats. Uh, They were stocking our stores. They were out in the streets keeping our city running. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools. He wants to expand everything. Wow. If Mayor Adams heard that, that fool, think how mad he would be at that guy. Because that guy just invited all the illegal immigrants to New York City. The hypocrisy on this is massive. Well, and it's not just the hypocrisy there. 
It's also the elitist in New York City. You've done The View. Ana Navarro, I had to deal with her for seven years when I was fighting her at CNN. I, I feel like I still deserve a medal for that. But she's on The View. She's now angry, just like the people in Martha's Vineyard who declared a state of emergency when they got, what was it, 50 illegal immigrants yep. and got rid of them in like 50. 12 hours, but clapped as they were kicking them out of their Martha's Vineyard. She's on TV losing her mind this week because she can't imagine this idea of having to deal with illegal immigrants. Keep them all down there in Texas. Take a look. But frankly, you know, I think we need to find, and, and we've dealt with this before. I, I lived in, uh, in Miami. I was a migrant, an immigrant in Miami in the 80s. You'll remember when we had the Marielle boat lift. Yes. 125,000 Cubans yeah. came in a matter of six months. It puts tremendous stress on, on, on a city, on a community, on the social services. They need to be resettled elsewhere. Need to be resettled elsewhere. Like, I'm compassionate as long as it's not on my block or in my city or down by my five-star Michelin restaurant that I love to go to. So, so this needs to be the bumper sticker for every liberal in America. They need to be resettled elsewhere. Yeah. Not in my backyard, not in my bedroom, not in my living room. I don't want to see them, but send them to where those dirty, dirty deplorables live. Send them to, to red states. Send them to flyover country. You people aren't compassionate enough. Yeah. I don't want them here, is what she's saying. But let's send them to, to help educate the ignorant Americans. The contempt from the left for the people of America is astonishing. It's it's also the hypocrisy. I do laugh about her because she actually owns her family, like her husband. They own a hotel. Wonder if how many illegal immigrants they've opened up their hotel to. Not even their house, just their hotel. Like I, I, you, you would think hey, somebody hey, would let, ask let, that let, question. Let's not get crazy on that. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, 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 you can't expect liberals actually to do anything. Well, but but I will say, all right, this next clip from the View really does capture it because I, I, I well, just play it. And I thought this country, with its big, you know, statute of liberty, give me your, your week and, and all of this, is supposed to be the country that accepts people. Yes. And um, I'm disappointed in Mayor Adams. <laughs> of course she is. Now, mind you, has she taken anyone in? No. No, of course not. And Adams did say, hey, you might want to open your homes to illegal immigrants. Oh, no, he no, said no, that a couple no, months no, ago. No. Excuse me. When, when, you've, when you've got a penthouse overlooking Park Avenue. Yeah. You, you might let someone in to scrub the floors briefly, but you, you better get out before the party starts. I, the utter hypocrisy. No interest in actually understanding what's going on. And by the way, the statute of limit, look, I, I'm the son of an immigrant. We are a nation of immigrants. There's a right way to come. You come legally. That's how you come to the United States. But don't bother liberals to say that. She says we need to be compassionate. By we, she means you. Yeah. Not her. You, and, and, and it, is, it is utter crap. Look, it was two years ago that I introduced legislation in the Senate, and it was legislation that said we need to change the ports of entry where we send illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, to Nantucket, to Palo Alto, California, to the Hamptons, to Block Island, to Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, where, where uh, Joe Biden vacations, to every place that wealthy liberals sit and, and, and sip their Chardonnay. And, and remember, when I introduced that legislation, that the county executive at Martha's Vineyard blasted me. Yeah. And he said, Cruz does not understand illegal immigration. Really, Skippy, is that the case? He said, he doesn't understand. He doesn't know what's going on. And he says, 
we at Martha's Vineyard would welcome illegal immigrants. For 12 hours. To Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> and then, several months later, Ron DeSantis actually took him up on that and sent 50, 5-0. Let's recall the numbers. There are between 20 and 30,000 people who live in Martha's Vineyard, 50 illegal immigrants landing in a community of 20 to 30,000 people. He immediately declared a, an emergency. He called in the National Guard, and he deported them within 24 hours. That's what liberals do. Brought in more National Guard members than the actual number of illegals. It was like almost a two-to-one ratio. Like, for every one illegal, we'll bring in two guys with, in, in military fatigues to deal with you. And by the way, it's not just, just Eric Adams. It's the governor of New York. It's the governor of Massachusetts. It's the mayor of Washington, D.C. It's the mayor of Chicago. It's the mayor of San Francisco. They're all discovering, oh, wait, these policies that my party advocates, my party fights for, my party implements are really crappy policies that are hurting everybody. And it's like, oh, really? Really, yeah. Oh, Fox News, one of the guys over there, Bill McGowan, put this tweet out, which I thought was pretty interesting. He said, from an awareness perspective, Texas busing migrants to sanctuary cities has been incredibly effective. That's why I'm like, double it. Like, it's working. That's the yes, best money you yes, can ever spend. Yes. Double it. DeSantis in Florida, double it. Any other state, double it. Fill the buses up and keep doing it because it's clearly working. None of these cities expressed concern about the border prior. Now, question mark, New York City mayor says the city will be quote-unquote destroyed. Chicago begging now for federal help. MA activating their National Guard. And LA is now threatening to sue Governor Abbott. I mean, it, it, it's working. But by the way, why isn't LA threatening to sue Joe Biden? Joe Biden's the one who's refusing to follow the law. Joe Biden's the one who's created the border crisis. And... and, and it's an amazing thing. Actually, put the next tweet up here. This is a response, by the way, this tweet, which is pretty interesting. And at the front says, and Texas has only busted 40,000 people in total. So just 40,000 out of all that have come across. Two million people have been released from the border and traveled in the U.S. interior. Only 2% took Abbott's buses. Question, where are the other 1.96 million people? People. Well, and, and, and that actually understates it because you also have at least 1.4 million gotaways. Yep. All of them are there as well. So that that, 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 that takes you up to, to 3.5 million. You also have the people who escape that we don't know that are not categorized as gotaways because not all, not all not everyone who gets in illegally is categorized as one or the other. So you're looking at four, five, six million people and, and what are the Democrats doing? They're freaking out about 40,000 on buses. Yeah. The truth of the matter, listen, Joe Biden has been flying people into New York every week. Does Eric Adams not know Chuck Schumer's phone number? I, I can give it to him. Well, and Ma Mayor Adams, right, Mayor Adams, I'm going to make an offer to you. If you would like, I will give you Chuck Schumer's personal cell number because apparently... You don't know how to contact your fellow New Yorker. You're going to have dinner Schumer, right down the street look, from each other. Your fellow New Yorker could take up and schedule a vote this week to solve this problem. And, and, and so if you don't know how to contact him, let me help you. Latest numbers are in. Just to put it in perspective, data shows 183,503 illegal immigrants were encountered attempting to cross the U.S.-Mexico border in July alone. That's a 27% increase in the crossings from last month. So month over month up 27%.
quote, more than 7.2 million illegal immigrants have crossed the southern border since Biden took office. Those are the newest numbers from July. This includes the nearly 5.8 million illegal immigrants that the Customs and Border Protection, as you mentioned, have encountered and the more than 1.4 million gotaways that have escaped past Border Patrol in the U.S. so far this year. A reminder, the Biden administration was secretly flying illegals from the border into New York since at least the summer of 2021. They don't mention that, do they? Uh, no, no, they don't at all. And they don't mention who can fix it. Greg Abbott doesn't have the ability to stop Joe Biden's open borders. Only Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and the people running the executive, or for that matter, Chuck Schumer. Congress could act, but every single Democrat senator supports these open borders. Every single Democrat congressman supports these open borders. And we have proof of it because if they didn't, they would act to stop it. And they don't. Instead, they just blame a madman down in Texas. As always, thank you for listening to Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you. Don't forget to download my podcast and you can listen to my podcast every other day. You're not listening to Verdict or each day when you listen to Verdict afterwards. I'd love to have you as a listener to, again, the Ben Ferguson podcast. And we will see you back here on Monday morning. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.